Well, there's more than what meets the eye when it comes to Donald Trump's convincing win over Nikki Haley in the South Carolina Republican presidential primary. The 20-point victory there not only shows the powerful hold that Trump commands over his party's voters, but also a resistance to the former president among voters he likely would need in November, especially among professional-class suburban voters. Here's Aaron Zittner, reporter and editor at The Wall Street Journal. Aaron, what's going on? This is something we've seen in every primary so far, well, in uh, Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. Trump is dominant. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. He's winning these primaries and uh, the caucuses in Iowa quite comfortably. It's a dominating hold. And you can see the effect when you look around at Republican Party leaders. There, There really is hardly anyone out there among the professional class or elected class of Republicans who is endorsing anyone other than uh, Donald Trump, a, you know, a governor here or there. At this point in the state's yet to vote, there's only one governor who's endorsed Haley, and that's the governor of, uh, of Vermont. Um, so the party is really falling in behind him. But at the same time, there are some caution signs for Donald Trump as a general election candidate that we're seeing again in each of these states. Uh, two uh, main ones. The first is, if you're going to win in November, the first thing you have to do is unify your party. And we're seeing a meaningful share of not just people voting in these primaries, but Republicans voting in these primaries. If you exclude independents or Democrats who might be coming in, the people who are coming into these contests and saying, I'm voting here as a Republican, a meaningful share of them are saying they'd be so unhappy with Trump in November wouldn't back him in November if he was the nominee. And the second is independence. He seems to be underperforming among political independents in a way that could be a problematic uh, uh, development for him if it if it continues in November. Is this what motivates Nikki Haley at this point, these, these types of deep data dives? I think to some degree it does. I mean, her purpose in this, she knows she's not going to win, seems to be to show and, and amplify the case that there's a meaningful share of people in the party who don't want Donald Trump and to give voice to the non-Trump portion of the party. Okay, so here, I think here's some of what we're learning so far. We've got this significant number of Democrats who are concerned about Biden's electability. As you point out, Trump's support among independents and suburbanites is suspect. And, and broadly speaking, a majority of Americans do not want the Trump-Biden matchup. Like, this is, this well, is that, a weird year. Well, that's right. Look, there's a lot of problems in the in the Democratic coalition. Young voters look to be not so uh, motivated to vote for the Democrat, for Joe Biden, as young voters tend to do. They tend to skew Democratic. Where there's some, some indication that uh, minority uh, men, in particular, uh, in particular Hispanic men, are moving away from Biden. There's no doubt that the Democrats have problems. What we're seeing in the Republican primaries is that there could be problems in the Republican coalition as well. I mean, when we look at a Republican primary, we're only seeing a certain portion of the electorate, an in, in electorate in which there are a lot of moving parts. But in that, here, to give you some numbers, Trump lost last time, and he got 91% of Republicans voting for him in the last election in 2020. If these numbers hold that we're seeing in the primaries, he would only get about 85% of Republicans sticking with him. That's what we're seeing in these these primaries. If he falls below 90% of his own party, 
uh, backing him, that's a bad development. I see. In 2020, Trump lost with 37% of independents. In these primaries so far, he's getting between 30-33% of independents. So those are two groups that uh, uh, he needs uh, and that he didn't get enough of last time around, and he's underperforming them now. So, yes, there are problems in the Democratic coalition. It seems to be fraying, and what we're seeing now is uh, some indications of problems in Trump's coalition, that that could be underperforming. Where this all lands in a complicated uh, electorate with many dynamics, nobody knows yet. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Zittner, reporter and editor at The Wall Street Journal.